Welcome to Tackless Radio. and gentlemen and everyone in between to another episode of Tackless Radio and it is I, B-Bad, your hostess with the mostest. I am exhausted and I want nothing more than to lay down. So let's go ahead and get into Shit I Saw. So we're going to go ahead and take it over to Twitter because Twitter is the pits of hell. Literally, it is the fecal hole that Satan shits in when he's out camping. That is what Twitter is. So therefore, it's always going to be amazing content for my podcast over there. So we're going to go over to a lovely woman by the name of Aisha. Her handle is Aisha U underscore A-I-S-H-A-U-Y-O-U underscore. And her tweet is, Black women are so deprived romantically. I want more for us. I really do. And I understood where she was coming from and that was super sweet. And she definitely was kind of pointing out a very unique experience that black women find themselves in. And then I went to the fucking comment section, which I need to stop doing because all the comment section does is remind me that 50% of individuals in this country can't read above a fifth grade level and because majority of you all can't read above a fifth grade level I shouldn't even try to have conversations with you all because you intellectually can't keep up any fucking way but I did I didn't think the comment section was going to be full of black men and some black women dragging specifically black women through the dirt like I did not think that a tweet like this would turn into commentary like that like of course the comment section is full of that's your fault bitch choose better that's what you fucking get because the man that was romancing you you put in a friend zone and didn't give him a chance of course there's other comments in there like well that's what happens when you chase thugs and when you only think that you can be a baby mama and think you can trap a man and well of course you're gonna miss out on romance because you bitches only want high paying men that make $500,000 and drive a charger. Like it was so much projection in that comment section, even from black women. Cause I'm gonna check you bitches too. Talking about, well, I got a black man that romances me. You bitches need to choose better. And it's like, wow, sis, you got to shit on the next girl to make yourself feel better about the relationship you say you're getting romanced in. If you got to put your relationship on front street like that, it's not as good as you try to make it seem. I'm just saying. I wanted to give you all commentary about the commentary because I actually want to spend this and talk positively to black women, which is what I think she was trying to do with her tweet. I was under the impression that she was just trying to do a call to action to tell black women, hey, if being romanced is something that you desire, do a check on the people in your life, do a check on the people that you're entertaining and ask yourself, 
Am I being romanced? Am I speaking up and asking for the things that I want in a relationship? And then if those things are not delivered, am I walking away because I know my worth? I was under the impression that was the kind of conversation we were going to have in the comment section. But nope, there were absolutely horrible fucking things in that comment section that black men were saying to black women, more so black men to black women. There were black women in here. I'm always call you whores out. But the black women were pretty much doing pick me shit. Like I have a man. Men are amazing. Men are awesome. My man is romantic. My me and my me and my me and my man. Okay, bitch, we get it. <laughs> Do want to remind you though, black women are killed by black men every five hours and femicide is at its highest. Um, so, you know, protect yourself. I just hate that that is what we necessarily have to deal with when black women ask for more. And as I start to turn this around to be a positive message to my sisters, I want you all to understand that a lot of that commentary was coming from black men who do believe in the things that they're saying online. Yes, a lot of them are trolls, but their ideology is rooted in white supremacy and they come online and they spew it. And we have now seen especially with school shootings that you can only troll for so long before you then start to write a manifesto and then you break into your daddy gun closet and you go to school and shoot everybody up because a girl said no to you to prom. I want you all to understand that just because it's online, yes. And like I said earlier, I shouldn't have fucking looked. But I want you all to understand that just because it's online does not mean that these people do and say and manifest these very vicious and evil, violent acts in real life. So black women, I want you all to understand that this is the type of commentary that comes up when we start to ask for more, when we want and desire for love, for romance, when we want to even course correct, which is so frustrating to see that just about every other individual is allowed to make mistakes in their younger years and then course correct later on and then ask for the things that they know that they deserve because they now understand their self-worth when when they were 17, 18, 19, they did not understand their self-worth. It's unfortunate that I, I see more than anything, black women, specifically black single moms, are not allowed to course correct. It's like, well, you had a bum-ass baby with a bum-ass nigga, so now you got to be a bum-ass bitch for the rest of your life. As if you can't aspire for more. I first want black women to understand that there's going to be a lot of individuals who are going to be foaming at the mouth the moment that you, a black girl, because they think that we're not supposed to ask for anything, we are undeserving and that we are nothing but bed wenches, we are nothing but cooks and maids, we are nothing but Shaniqua on welfare and baby mama, how dare we ask for more? I want you all to understand that that is the mindset, not just black men, but that's the mindset that the world takes when we start to ask for our worth. So I do wanna start there, that it's going to be a uphill battle as we start to ask for more and demand what we know we're worthy of. Sis, 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 you deserve flowers on the first date. You deserve to walk on the inside of the sidewalk. You deserve dinner at your favorite restaurant. You deserve surprise trips. You deserve your favorite book 
bought for you and left in a secret little place that only they knew you would find it. You deserve to be giggling and laughing all hours of the night with your partner because they make you feel safe, seen, and comfortable. You are worthy of all of those things. And I know that what is displayed in the media, how our men talk about us in music, it does a lot to our self-worth because we are consistently told that we're not pretty because we are Black, because our hair is kinky, because we have full lips and a full ass and full thighs and a full arm and a full stomach. Because we are tall, because our voice is deep, because our eyes are brown. We have to combat already, internally, the feeling of anxiety when we walk into spaces and we're the only black girl there. And we know now we have to prove ourselves because we are already at a disadvantage because people think we're not worthy enough. And then we start to believe we're not worthy enough. We are told that our education means nothing, that our acquired wealth means nothing, that the way that we hold ourselves above just being a mom and a wife means nothing. And then we start to waver. We start to say to ourselves, well, maybe. And baby, I don't want you to do that. Don't do that. Do not allow for what society says about black women over and over and over, what the music says about black women, what the media says about black women, what reality shows and reality TV says about black women and what we see ourselves go through, which is that stupid ass struggle love. I do not want you all to subscribe, to start thinking that that is how it's supposed to be for us. I have so many sisters that have diverse friend groups and they see their other girlfriends getting married and being loved on and being taken care of. And we understand that a lot of our imagery is that we don't receive that because we're the ones that need to take care of everything else. I want y'all to actually live the soft life, especially because these motherfuckers is like, y'all are so aggressive. Da, 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 da. Okay. Women, my sisters, it's time to sit the fuck down. It's time to sit the fuck down. It is time for you to demand everything that you deserve. And as you start to demand what you deserve, I want you to understand that people are going to push back. People are going to say you don't deserve that, that you need to lower your standards, that you're asking for too much. And I want to remind you that you're not, you're not. You're not. If anything, if anything, your great, great, great grandmother paid it in blood. Your great, great grandmother paid it in blood. Your great grandmother paid it in blood. If you ask me, black women shouldn't have to work a day in our fucking life anymore because of what has happened to our ancestors and all of the labor, the free labor and all of the free work that they have given up. Because there isn't a lot of imagery of black women being treated well. So sisters, I want you all to be the first imagery of black women being treated well. I have an example in my own home because my mother was treated well by my father. She was taken care of by my father. She was loved appropriately by my father. So I have an understanding of what romance does look like. So I have an example of what I would want for myself. And I want a lot of Black women to understand that you too deserve that. 
It might not happen with a black man, statistically, but you deserve all the goodness that is supposed to be happening in your life and do not be scared to ask for it. We are so scared to ask for what we're worth. And when we do, we are severely underpaid and overlooked. And I know that that is a uphill battle in every aspect, which is so crazy to me to see that this black woman is being attacked online for this tweet. Black women have a uphill battle in every facet of life. And you would think when it comes to our partnerships, that's a place where we can rest, where we can put down the strong black woman cape that we can be loved and respected and romanced and know clearly we got to battle it out and ask for and demand and negotiate for that too. But I don't want that to turn you all away from definitely getting what's yours. (laughs) My sisters, my black women, my black queers and my black femmes, you deserve to be loved appropriately. You deserve flowers and chocolate and romance and vacations. And I aspire for all of you all to have those experiences with people who honor and respect you. Well, here we are with this segment that be getting me in trouble a little bit. I'm still working on what to do about the whole music issue. But at least this time around, we gonna just act like nothing happened. So I came across this song recently, which I'm not gonna lie, my junior year in college, I was blasting the fuck out of the More About Nothing mixtape. Like, saw Wale at Howard's homecoming. I am a Wale stan. And completely forgot about how amazing, how sexy, how sensual, how romantic even this song was. And the fact that he sampled it from SWV just made it even fucking better. So y'all, here's your song of the week. The Trip Downtown by Wale. Okay, my game tight, my game right. Don't even know her name until I know her taste, right? My game tight, my game tight. Don't even know her name until I know her taste, right? Now she asking for her man always slacking no That's why when he out of town I make sure she is not alone That's when she gon' hit my phone Tell me what's been going on Tell me what's been on her mind And I'm inclined to know some more Tired of the normalcy Nine to fives is all it be Cuba go is smaller shit And co-workers is talkative Burnout phone don't call a crib Boyfriend on that jealous shit He father's her only kid That's why my homies let him live but Friday night, she gon' make them babysit We gon' blow that haze a bit and get away from all of it See, it's not right, but it's okay You see, our love's just not the same Cause any woman lacking love's entitled to a getaway Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your Tackless Take of the Week Where I love to give you a little moment of reflection 
a little knowledge nugget, something to take with you into the next week. And the only thing that I really want to just say, and I'll make it quick for you all to really do for the upcoming week, is to love and hug the ones around you. Go see your friends, go see your family, go make memories, spend time with one another. You got to get out of the matrix. You got to get away from the computer. You got to leave the house, get some air and be around others. I really hate that America is such a individualistic community, country, culture, because we as humans operate so much better when we are in a collective, when we are working within a community, when we're supporting and caring and seeing and checking up on one another. So I just want to encourage all of you all, call a friend, go see your granny, go see if your daddy need any help, check up on your aunties and just say, hey, I love you. I think I'm thinking about you. You're part of my tribe. You're a part of my community. You're a part of my village. And I love you. Because you never know how long you have with the ones around you. So make sure that you cherish them with the time that you do have. <laughs> <laughs>